OTB Rugby. It was a case of, it's going to be really difficult to beat this Gloucester team at home here, uh, but we owe it to the fans and ourselves to get a performance. It was a very emotional kind of Friday night meeting. Subscribe to the Rugby Stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball. Now it is time to get stuck into Dublin Kerry on Sunday. And to do that, delighted to say we're joined the line by two-time Ireland winner, Ger Brennan. Good morning, Ger. Good morning, Adrian. How's how, it going, Ethan? How are you doing? How are you keeping? Not too bad, now yourselves. Uh, all good, all good. We had uh, Michael Darren McCauley on the show with Will last night, and he was um, he was he threatening to boot Stephen Cluxton out of the retired players' WhatsApp group yeah. uh, yesterday evening. Has he delivered? I, <laughs> would you believe, I actually was on the road last night, Adrian, and I was listening to it, and I, I haven't logged into the group to check, but I will have a look here. Have I'll let you know, but I hope he has. If you want to do that at any point during the chat and bring us the breaking news, we're happy to do that. <laughs> yeah, now, I can do that for you. You yeah. played your full career with Cluxon, obviously, and he was already even well established, I think, when you came into it. But um, there's a lot made, obviously, about his impact this year. Do they get to the final? But uh, would they have gotten to the final this year without him? It's a, it's a fair question. Like, obviously, Dublin have two very good keepers as understudies in Evan Comerford and uh, David O'Hanlon. Obviously, with Stephen gone for since last season, Adrian and, and 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 most of the league this year, I thought uh, David O'Hanlon did particularly well. I thought when Stephen uh, uh, turned up, uh, warming up for that was it the the league semi final or the, the league final? Much, yeah. um, he was uh, the first that anyone knew that he was going to be uh, back in the panel. I actually thought David O'Hanlon had a great game uh, um, that time in goals, which which was. Testament to his character that he 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 didn't falter, become overly nervous that uh, the main man um, was was uh, was back in town and was going to put a squeeze on him. So with that performance, I, I I was surprised to see that Stephen got back in so early. But at the same time, you know if you're coming back to play and given what Stephen has won, you know you're not coming back to be sitting on the bench. You're not coming back to sulk either. If you're not getting a run, you're coming back to put your shoulder in the wheel to try to improve the group and try to win back your position which obviously uh, he was able to do so would we have gotten to a final without him possibly um, uh, did we improve our chances of getting there with him we did mm. Ashley and myself were talking about earlier on about the uh, drive to nine and the three players that are going for it uh, and I'm slightly putting the cart before the horse here but um, uh, humour me if you will will uh, will he go again do you think is this the last hurrah for him or could we see him again next year the uh, like if you're on the outside looking in, Adrian, and, and and I suppose one thing former players we never torment or ever ask some of the current players that we played with how things going inside because they're the type of questions that current players age. So you're always respectful of uh, uh, those lads who are still playing that you would have soldiers with in the past. So so none of us have have, have asked them um, but from the outside looking in and from where you guys are sitting it would suggest that bringing Stephen back in Jack McCarthy coming back Paul Manny coming back Pat Gilroy getting involved it would suggest there's one last push here from Desi and his management team and that a couple of guys may step away at the end of the year what's interesting with the split season Adrian Nashing is that lads will go back to the club uh, they'll play away they'll, they'll get a couple of months out of that depending on how well the club goes and then you know it's six months until you play your next inter-county game so, so maybe after the final or even pre- other teams that have been knocked out in the semis or the quarters recently fellas who have a few miles in the clock they're probably thinking Gene Mac I'm, I'm, I'm tired of this I need a break but then all of a sudden 
you're probably advised, listen, leave it alone, get the club campaign under your belt and then see how the legs are come Christmas time and then you could go at it again, you know. But uh, um, but it's hard to tell. But it, it would suggest that there could be an exodus of lads after the game on Sunday. And if that is the case, Ger, where does that leave Dublin then? I think it leaves in a, a rocky-ish place, Ashing, to be fair. I I think Desi has, has done his utmost to try to integrate a lot of uh, uh, the newer lads um, and, and and put his stance on the team, but he he probably has gone back to some of the the tried and tested. Um, uh, Lee Gannon has, has certainly uh, been one of those guys that Desi's introduced, and he's certainly up to it. Uh, senior to county level, I think he's stepped on again this year. Then Colin Basquell has been knocking around a few years. He, he's had one or two wonderful performances. Obviously, uh, most notably Mayo, he was better marked against Monaghan, so. He'll have another opportunity to prove himself on uh, on Friday. Uh, Tom Lehiff has also been given a run, but um, like we've we've been very fortunate, Ashling, uh, myself as a, as a player, to have uh, played part of my career with some of these great names that are taken to the field tomorrow. And uh, again, you guys, um, you're obviously me, Lady, and Adrian Urdobe. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> yes, End this sir. interview straight Good away. Westmead, Westmead. <laughs> Oh, Westmead, sorry. Yeah. So you used to have a good bit of banter with each other in there, but uh, go win for Westmead a few years ago. We don't but, even um, talk about so, it. <laughs> we've all been treated to, to one of the most talented group of players ever uh, in, in the same way that you're probably speaking about some of the Limerick players there too uh, in the hurling. Uh, you know, the likes of it, Paul Mannion, Jack McCaffrey, uh, uh, Conor Callaghan. Uh, look at the list goes on. Um, it's going to be very hard to replicate those guys. Are they there in Dublin? They're not at the moment. Will they be? Who knows? It, it'll come down to a bit of luck. Um, in fairness to the county board, over the last number of years, the, the, the structures are there. There's a lot of committed people in the county board and in clubs trying to, uh, um, from a participation point of view, first and foremost, to, to attract kids uh, away from 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 soccer or or, or rugby or or other sports, particularly when they hit the the later teens, and and uh, so there is a mountain of work being done to retain players, which obviously does give you a chance uh, um, if you more numbers, you know. It does. Uh, the word uh, nobody has mentioned this word in relation to Dublin in the last sort of fifteen years, I don't think, but it does feel like uh, we're headed into a transition period. It must be said. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a lot of the papers writing up. It's covered in a lot of the back pages this morning about. Um, uh, Dub's best ever is one that just so happens to be here in front of me here on the uh, mirror. It's in most of the papers and it's Desi getting a little bit emotional um, about James McCarthy and what he's brought to um, brought to the Dub setup. The he best ever, he said, and there wasn't a caveat about it. Do you go with that? If you look at James' overall contribution throughout his career and obviously going for nine all Ireland's, like James, James having a bad game is a seven out of ten. So consistently over his career James has had the greatest impact on uh, this Dublin team as an outfield player and then you'd have to put Stephen Clucks in that bracket with him then uh, in the goals but 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 James is just overall contribution he, he, he just rarely puts a foot wrong and even there's been a couple of games this year uh, moments within games and even I've seen him go 30-35 minutes where the game has probably gone away from him a bit and he'd be probably watching saying maybe this is the end for James and then all of a sudden he comes out at half time or he goes up and wins a great ball and he's driving forward he turns to the opposition and the momentum the tie turns and all of a sudden Dublin might kick 1-2 or 3 or 4 points unanswered and that's the game over and that's what James brings so I, I would fully agree 
with Desi's uh, uh, assessment there of uh, James's contribution to Dublin over the last 10 years yeah, and longer. Yeah, yeah, he's been incredible this year, like the form that he's been in. And maybe the midfield battle, this is is where the, the game could be won and lost. You know, Dermot O'Connor, Jack Barry, and then Brian Fenton and James. You know, it's incredible. Yeah. The, the, the four midfielders, probably four of the best in the game. Yeah, well, well, uh, and, and Jack Barry and Brian Fenton, actually, it's probably been well noted at this stage. Jack is, is one of the few lads that's managed to curb Brian Fenton's influence um, in, in some of the previous meetings. So no, no doubt he'd be detailed to pick up uh, Brian again and to take him out of the game. Uh, Jack is, is more notably a spoiler. Um, he, he, he would have attended UCD where I'm working and uh, I've been fortunate to see him grow and develop. But uh, he's extremely athletic, very dogged, never gives up, gives in. And I think the challenge is going to be to Brian Fenton that this is one of these players that you haven't been able to shake off. And that's the challenge to you going into the game on Sunday. Can you shake off this guy and and, and dominate him? Um, I think in Dermot O'Connor, I, I think he's been very impressive at midfield. He's usually dynamic. I've seen him play with the colleges. Um, he doesn't seem to get overawed by who he's marking. Um, I think maybe emotionally he probably reacted a, a small bit uh, the last day getting the black card against Derry and maybe with experience he, he probably avoids such uh, uh, um, uh, or, or, or uh, poor decisions to kind of um, allow himself to be put in that position to be put off but but he, like he, he has all the athleticism there with the James McCarthy too and I think it's going to be huge and very exciting battle to see those uh, four lads go at it and it, it's hard to call it. The, the, the you would say the scales probably way in favour of Dublin, just given what what Brian uh, Fenton and James McCarthy have achieved to date. But um, they're going to be faced with two hungry individuals, uh, with Jack Barry and Darren O'Connor. We had Anthony Moyles in studio during the week, and he was talking about it. Was a uh, it sort of stood out because it almost felt like it was rare an endorsement of Desi and uh, what he's been doing. And he was talking about like he feels as if the players are bought in a little bit more to the message over the last year maybe uh, uh, that they weren't in a way before that what's the uh, WhatsApp group take on uh, Desi Farrell the, well, well I, I, I a lot of the lads in the WhatsApp group would have played with Desi um, Desi has managed a lot of the lads who have retired at minor and under 21 and a few of the senior guys Adrian who have uh, stepped away and Desi's work as CEO and one of the co-founders of the Gaelic Players Association so uh, everyone in Dublin has an incredible amount of time for Desi. Uh, Desi has done incredible things on and off the field uh, for players and continues to do it. And I can vouch for that personally um, through uh, my engagement with the GPA and uh, and the supports they would have uh, put in place for me when I was kind of transitioning um, out of towards the end of my career into employment and whatnot. So there's a huge respect there for him, Adrian. Uh, um my point of view, any man, now more than Derek Ling taking over to Kenny, if you take over after a great manager, it's 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 um it says a lot about the character uh of that individual. You know, you look at poor old Anthony Miles, did he get a six year term after Alex Ferguson? He lasted nine months. But you look at what Desi has done coming in after one of the greatest managers ever, Jim Gavin, six all Ireland in seven years under Jim. And to be able to win in the first year, yes, is there a carryover from uh, Jim's influence on that group? Definitely there is. But then there's been two kind of barren years, uh, some good, some bad. 
Uh, so Mugley, but you can see Desi in his humility, he has reached out for support from some of the previous greats that have been involved. And, you know, look at Pat Gilroy's involvement, look at Stephen Cluxon come back in. And then obviously Jack and Paul Mannion coming in. Jack and Paul would have been on Desi's minor team in 2011 that lost against Tipperary in that minor final before we bet Kerry uh, that time. And those lads are coming back to him because they're so loyal to him, you know. Mm. So um, there's a huge amount of respect around the county for Desi. He's the most uh, overqualified water boy that uh, has ever existed. You obviously have played under him. What's the, what is Pat Gilroy bringing to the mix? Well, well, there's no nonsense with Pat, uh, Adrian, and, and again, as you said, lucky to have played with Pat. He, he you know, what I guess St. Vincent's, um, the, the culture we would have been brought up in has carried through, I think, to the Dublin team in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, there's no feeling sorry for yourself, you know, get on with it. Um, and, and, and particularly in the, in the world that we probably live in, Adrian, where certainly post-COVID, and again, I won't go down the path too much here because we be could be here all day, this sense of uh, I want what I want and I want it now, or poor me, I'm playing inter-county, it's so hard, I have to travel here and travel there, and it's so difficult, and I, 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 I'm missing out on this, I'm missing out on that. With Pat Gilroy and, and Dez and even Stephen Cluxon come back in, like what they would be saying is that you have the gifts and the talents to be playing senior inter-county football, to be representing your parish and your club by putting on that county jersey, you're lucky to stop giving out. And if you keep giving out, you can feck off. And, and and that's what Pat would bring. So it's just, there's no nonsense, no feeling sorry for yourself. Just get on with it and do the job. Um, from an advisory point of view, I, I would say he's probably invaluable to, to, to Desi Farrell, particularly this year. And, and I would imagine, and again, I wouldn't ask Pat to respect him because he is involved, but I would imagine he would have had a hand in, in, in getting some of those guys back in and particularly Stephen Clooks and uh, Pat and Stephen would be quite close. Yeah, I think that says a lot about Desi's character, being able to ask for mm. the help from, you know, the likes of Pat and, and bringing back Stephen Cluxton. Who do you think will pick up David Clifford and how do Dublin curb his influence in the game? Yeah, it, 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 it's... Uh, a great question, Ashley, and the obvious candidate would be Michael Fitzsimons to, to, to go pick up Clifford. Um, Fitzy has marked uh, David before. He is uh, a great athlete himself. Uh, um, Fitzy, his, his ability to... He's one of the most awkward fellas, Ashley, um, if he's marking you. He's not necessarily pulling and dragging or swinging digs, but he's just always hitting you the whole time and... I think he probably learned a good bit from playing beside Rory or Carl from Kilmacud Post with Rory to be at that as well. Just using your body to, to obstruct the opponent before the ball is coming in and even when the ball is in the air, uh, being able to use your backside, elbows, whatever uh, it needs to be to put the individual off. Um, so that's what Fitz will bring. Now, the other thing that he will bring, which I think is hugely important, is his uh, composure. He knows that David Clifford's going to probably score four or five points. He's going to set up a goal. He might get a goal. Uh, Fitzy won't panic. He won't uh, go into a shell. Uh, there'll be a level of acceptance that he's marked one of the best footballers of all time and that this guy is going to do damage. It's just trying to limit that damage as best as possible while he has the ball in his hand. Uh, the support that Fitzy gets then is going to be huge. And Brian Howard is probably... I think if Stephen O'Brien, looking at the Kerry team that was named there, if Stephen O'Brien is going to come in and start, 
uh, in place of uh, Adrian Spillane. Uh, I think that's another uh, headache for uh, the Dublin management to decide in terms of the matchups. Um, but uh, more likely, Brian Howard would be your man that will kind of hold the fort and give uh, Fitzy a hand uh, in trying to double up on Clifford. Um, and then thirdly, the press of the fields, I think, is important. There's a um, obviously a, a blood connection between Paddy and, 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 and David. And I would actually say that if you can get into Paddy Clifford's head, I think it does lessen the supply that goes into uh, his brother. And I think Dublin put a huge squeeze on him. And it probably, I think, a league Gannon or maybe an old merchant might be best suited to him uh, uh, to try and take him out of the game as much as possible. So, uh, so maybe your three things, Ashing, a, a level of acceptance in that you're marking the best fella ever. And Fitzy will, if you can break even with him, that's huge. And then the support coming in with a, with a Brian Howard on breaking ball or trying to double up in the tackle. And then couple them with the, the press further out the fields and, and particularly his brother. If he can take this thing out of his brother. I thought Stephen O'Brien actually did particularly well when he came in at half time in the semi final. He he really got Kerry on the front foot, um, which brought Sean O'Shea into the game as well. Uh he obviously had a huge second half last week. So uh Stephen O'Brien will will, will will take a lot of mind too. He's 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 very direct and love watching him play. Yeah, changed the game for them. And you were saying uh dubs by a couple. I, I, I think I think three or four points, Hadrian. I think just again on the line, uh, the guys that are going to come in for Dublin, we just have a bit more to offer. I think with a, uh, Killian Spillane, um, sorry, sorry, which plan is it? Adrian is it? Is back? Um, Injured on the bench, yeah. they, they'll have a bit more firepower coming in. But um, uh, from Kerry uh, going into the weekend, but I think overall Dublin, they just have. Uh, too much I think um, and you're looking probably a draw a match to the latter stages of the game and and maybe three or four five points of a, of a, of a flurry that, that should get Dublin over the line you see what Dublin did to Monaghan in the semi-final you know there's only a couple of points in it I think on 63 or 64 minutes you see what Kerry then did to Derry they were two points down and then I think they scored maybe five unanswered points and all of a sudden the game is over so Kerry are capable of doing that but on this occasion, I think Dublin might have a bit too much. Um, now, in saying that, Kerry have bet Dublin. This Kerry group have bet Dublin agent, obviously, two years ago in the semi-final. So they got that monkey off the back. Um, the challenge, if you're in Kerry's shoes, and I'm, I'm conscious of a Dublin bias here, right? But uh, you don't have any Kerry person on uh, uh, with me to challenge me. But if I was a Kerry man, I think the challenge would be, uh, in order to become really recognised in Kerry, you have to do back-to-backs. You have to... Uh, be able to win one all Ireland after another because that's what's been done by uh, their predecessors and looking at Jack O'Connor's record as well um, I think that's something he hasn't been able to achieve yet in his uh, terms as Kerry manager and I think that'll be something that he'd be keen uh, to push and impress upon the lads so uh, that'll be the challenge for Kerry if you do want to become a great player or do you want to be just remembered as the one one in the row, one in a row team which uh, uh, won't carry too much weight down in uh, uh, down in Kerry. That's for sure. We'll uh, we'll enjoy it. Thanks, William, for that. Uh, Jared, catch up with you down the line. Thanks, agency. Thanks, Ashing. Thanks, Jared. OTB AM, the Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball.